Welcome back to the show, Not97. You already know what it is, carefully combing the internet for artists with rich potential around the world. This is season two, episode six with Emily Morgan, a music supervisor and licensing director. Today's episode has no boundaries, from a cathartic and contagious opening track from Stella Donnelly to raw and nostalgic rock from Seattle's Smoky Brights. We introduce a shadowy troubadour named Carl Pike and unearth a piercing, gut-wrenching song called Fuck California. LA-based producer-singer Harriet Brown delivers an electric earworm of a love song called Obsession, and Atlanta's The Shadow Boxers offer the pop-perfect track, Hot Damn. Live from only New York, this is not a podcast, this is not a radio show, this is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to the show, 997. We're here in the Lower East Side of Only New York. We got the main squad around the table, Dave Jones. Good evening. The Wave God. Yo, Rashad. <laughs> Say your name. <laughs> Yo, it's Rashad. I'm here. Dr. We got, Wave God. We got a special guest joining us. Very special guest. This evening, Emily Morgan, music supervisor and music licensing agent. Hey, y'all. What's happening? Tell us a little about yourself. Music what? supervisor for TV, for movies. For independent films. Check out Pottersville and American Satan on Netflix. Shout out there Netflix. You go. <laughs> Shout out. For those who don't know, can you just explain briefly what a music supervisor is and does? Sure. So I work on films. I work with the director and the producers to decide what music should go in the films, where it should go, and then I license it and do all the paperwork. That sounds like a very creative role. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, a lot less sexy than it sounds in some parts on the back end, but it's fun. Let's get into it. We uh, we have supervised music for this evening, and we would like to play some for you. Good one, Matt. Solid. First pick of the night, Mechanical Bull by Stella Donnelly. Your identical twin. <laughs> this is what they say. Stella Donnelly is 25 years old. She's from Perth, Australia. She dropped the record in April called Thrush Metal. It's done all right online. It's done really well on Bandcamp. The cassette is in its fifth pressing on Bandcamp. At Big Sound, one of Australia's biggest music festivals this past year, she performed, and they have money, prize money to give out, um, like the festival does. They have about $100,000 in prize money to give out. She won $25,000. Shout out. Good to you. Um, so yeah, she's like, she's buzzing. Yeah, um, and rinse paid. She's starting to buzz. Still, um, still kind of out there in Australia hustling, doing her thing. But this song and the whole record hit me. Let's do it. Mechanical Bull by Stella Donnelly. I'm gonna put you in place 
place like a fixture on an emotional blackmail bookshelf. I'll be your darling tits, legs, honey, sweet pea. But I'm a fucking asshole if you ask me. I need to be alone. Donnelly. Matt, does this song speak to you lyrically? It does. Does this song relate to your personal life at all? I don't know, but it definitely speaks to me. It definitely uh, hits me. That's the first song on the on the record, Thrush Metal. Something about that song is just simple, pierces through, is still sweet, which is like oftentimes what she's doing there. That was such a slow burn and like a really good way. I liked the juxtaposition between her talking about throwing him or her off like a mechanical bull and like you're coming at my throat, but she's like so sweet and it's just her and guitar. And that was like, that was really sweet. That was good. Yeah. I also think the slow burn plays really well to the overall length of the song where it could be kind of slow and downtrodden, but she doesn't take long to get to the point. And once there, she really coasts through it. Comes in under three minutes, which is great for a song just like this, especially with like a little bit more of an aggressive lyric. Yeah. Her voice is incredible and the way they treated it in particular, I really dig. I think I say this every other show, but I really love the double vocals on that chorus. I mean, yeah. it, the more voices you have, at least in this context, to me, like the more personal it can seem, which is kind of sounds like an oxymoron. Like the more you layer, the you think the less personal but when it comes to like a lead vocal like that when it's really just a straight double of the same thing for whatever reason i just get this sense where i'm like really looking into someone's soul and they're really speaking to me in a way and i think stella and the production team on this nailed that it's like kind of like voices in your head type of thing mm. i don't know the lyrics is like i want to be alone it's like when you're alone you're like uh hearing a lot of voices in your head possibly i was telling matt earlier this is like the song that you play he was saying he plays it loud in his headphones and i'm like this is a song that you play loud in your headphones and then you're like kind of nervous to play it around people because you're too emotionally attached to it <laughs> it's an emotional song it's a super emotional Yo, song it, and it's good though it like really just like fills out at that peak the second chorus this morning i was like listening to it on the subway and listening to it pretty loud in my headphones and i knew that that part was coming where she just like is screaming and had that moment where i was like 
should I turn it down? Like, I don't know if anybody around me could hear, but I was like, nah, fuck it. Like, let it, it ride. needs to be loud. Like, let it ride. I need to, yeah. Emily, where in a movie or TV show would you see the song? Oh What's the God. ideal scene? Every song. Every, every <laughs> song. Every question, every song. Put on the spot. What's Boom. happening? Give us the scene. The <laughs> you know what? You know what? This song, Homegirl is pissed off and she's raging at a club. And okay. it's a montage of oh. her raging at a club, but you don't hear the club music. You hear this. Wow. Boom. Professional. That's Beautiful. Professional. <laughs> On the spot. Beautiful. Ah. All right. It's your turn. Your pick. First pick of the night. What do you got, Emily? From Seattle, Washington. Yeah. So this is a band called Smokey Brights from Seattle. Um, they have a couple albums out. This is the first single off of their new album. It was released in September and the band is fronted and all the songwriting is done by the husband and wife duo. And let's hear it. This is Come to Terms by Smokey Brights.
right, that's Come to Terms by Smokey Brights. I love this song, I think, for its simplicity and its rock outness. Mm. <laughs> if I can say that, it feels really nostalgic to me with the guitars, and I jam out every single time that the breakdown happens. I just like it, feels so smooth, and I, I just think it's really well done. That song is nasty. I really like it. I really was, raw. Really raw. I was really very happy when you sent that over and we got to <laughs> we got to listen to play it tonight. I just also want to give a quick shout out to the bass player on this song. <laughs> that bass line is fucking fire with like all the little subtle octave pops he goes through like on the top of the neck. Every now and then the shit just like drives it and he gets this like nasty, dirty grunge tone. And like I shouldn't be surprised. Like they're from Seattle. Shout out to Seattle. Shout out to other Seattle bands like Naked Giants who we played on the show who are fucking killing it just like this. But but I always am super surprised when artists today in 2017 can still make music that is this raw and ethereal and distorted and it makes me super happy. Instruments make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially talk talk. in this day and age. I love it. And all that texture. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like shout out to the bass player but shout out to the rest of them because one of the things that hit me is you're listening to it and you're trying to like parse out the different elements and in this song there are so many different elements that you can latch onto and just follow the whole way through whether it's the bass line or the drum part or that like heavy reverb guitar or whatever it is like all of those pieces you can ride along also uh i love the term that they describe themselves on their facebook page which is fleetwood psych yeah. Ooh. yeah. Oh, I get that. That's that's cute. With like the you know the the two people, the, like the two front people who are like you know in a yeah. little canoodling thing. Yeah. Fucking okay. married. 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 Well, I don't. Well, I don't, well, I don't think <laughs> legally fully, canoodling. Well, yeah. did um uh, did Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks ever get married? I don't know. I guess I was just trying there to make the go. distinction. Okay. So shout <laughs> shout out to a couple fronted bands. That's awesome. Hey, yeah, that's awesome. The texture on it was crazy. It's always it's always great when you get into these kind of songs where it's like I feel like if you separate each instrument, it sounds different. But when it comes together and like the layers bring this like texture and this grunge mm -hmm. like dirty feel to it, it's like it's it's crazy how they how they balance and uh yeah another fucking awesome track. Dave, yeah. I, need, I need you to help me articulate what I'm trying to say. Okay, but the way the vocal is recorded, I really like the way it's kind of like. A airy, like roomier yeah. voice. It sounds fuller, and it sounds like it could take up uh, arena or whatever. I mean, it, to me, it sounds like a combination of reverb, which seems like there's some sort of reverb on there that's like got like a moderate length to it, like under two seconds. A little bit of delay, probably to give it like a little more space, like not delay that you can perceive, but something that's just going to make it slap. And then like I was saying before, like it's a lot of distortion on the vocal, on both of the vocals too. Like the female lead in the chorus, you know, not to be that old guy in the room, but the, you know, I always want the vocals to be louder in every song. And so that to me is my one knock against it. But yeah, even that female vocal is just super crunched up and distorted. But yeah, it allows for a more powerful, expansive sound when you apply that type of texture to that type of performance. Cool, I'm glad y'all liked it. Oh yeah, yeah that was it. Your and my turn. next, okay. So this week, I have a like singer, songwriter, producer, Berkeley, California, Bay Area, possibly based in Brooklyn right now, Will Fraker. He had an EP out last year. Like he hasn't put anything out since then. He got into like this record situation with this small label that I can't pronounce, so I'm not gonna try. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk more about it after we hear it. So. Here's Will Fraker with tracks. Walk between the tracks Doesn't matter what you move 
what it seems Places that I never been start to recognize It's like every step I take is for the second time It's like having deja vu I'm trapped inside Could be the cause of my life That's a journey. Wow. Indeed. That's a journey for that ass. Um, so, so my boy here, I mean, he produced this. This is like a, the EP he put out like a year ago. He produced in collaboration with uh, this guy, Ian McKee. And um, that's it. He has only like 480 followers. Um, this label has like Mac Air signed and like some other. Oh, it's... Um Fet? Yeah. But oh, I didn't want to yeah. I didn't want to do like butcher the name, but that's who he like is signed to in a way. Do you think it's pronounced with the accents? Yeah, there's Fate? like a, there's an accent there. Like so it looks I, I didn't French. know if it was like F E T E. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're like between DC and New York, I think. They're starting to get a lot of press. They'll be killing it, yeah. yo. Yeah, so shout out to them. They're finding the fucking soulful this kids is, on SoundCloud right now. Yeah, this is fire. I like to try to get the essence of artists in there, like in our in, within under three minutes. You know, it's very experimental, but it, it shows he plays a little piano on there, he sings on there, he writes, he produces. So I was just like, all right, this is it. This is the perfect one to introduce you guys. Yeah, that track was super, super cool. I mean, from the second it starts, like, those, I mean, vocal harmonies and erodes always wins. It's, I mean, it's just like, it's as simple as that. I mean, the it, each kind of section of the song, the intro, the main body, even in the outro section, they're all centered around vocal harmony and an interesting thing with the roads, but each section has its own different flavor and interpretation of that. Like straight at the top, you know, that kind of very classical sounding vocal counterpoint with the roads is really interesting. Then the middle of the song, they're using background vocals, again, a, a vocal, um, as a texture, which is super fucking cool and like really well done here. They're using it more as a manipulated effect they're turning it into an instrument with with other software tools and, and stuff to kind of make it something more than it originally is yeah. and to read my note about the end of the song in all caps holy fuck that outro with the harmonies and the hits because that shit is fucking incredible yeah, yeah that, the outro like really got me i like the way you're like you get his whole essence in a short period of time and it does have kind of a demo element to it at the beginning when it's super lo-fi and it just kind of seems like he's out there playing and singing, which is super charming and also even more impressive that it can be lo-fi production at the beginning. He can still sound super crisp and then when it all comes in and he sounds even more alive and pure, like that's the thing that James Blake did really well. It's 
super simple and then it all kind of fleshes over you and he's even more out yeah. there in the forefront of the song and you're just like damn this guy's got it i really liked it i uh i thought that the vocals were really warm and welcoming and i had the same with with the outro i was just like mm, yeah. harmony makes me so happy oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i dig it all right i think you up next dave oh it's my turn where okay. are we going okay well <laughs> explain interesting interesting couple of picks for me this evening so the first one, I am employing my Jai Paul card. I was actually hoping you could help me explain it. The Jai Paul card is a card anybody may pull, allowing them to play a song that was released maybe five years ago from an artist that has released no music since or been relatively silent since. Whipping out the Jai Paul card. Shout out Jai Paul. <laughs> Shout, out, Jai Shout Paul. out the previous Jai Paul pick, Philip Awusu. Congrats on that graduation. Philip, if you're out here, we're listening. Actually, we know you out here. Yeah. Low key. <laughs> we, we know you're okay. So anyways, I was hired to produce an album mixed of covers and original songs for a friend of mine. He asked me to work up an arrangement of that we actually didn't end up using of a song called Fuck California by the Presidents of the United States of America. And so what I usually do is I try and find all the other covers that are done of that song to make sure I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. And so I typed it into my streaming service of choice and this song entitled fuck california by carl pike came up and it was very much not the presidents of the united states of america song but it was special in its own right and is a song that's really stuck with me ever since and i've been really psyched to play it came out in 2009 it just creeped over a thousand plays on spotify and i think like 400 of those are mine i really don't know much more about this guy carl pike i've tried really hard to research him he's got eight or nine songs up on the streaming services he has four songs up on Bandcamp, not this song though. This song is a streaming service exclusive. But yeah, it's special, and I'm excited to have a little cry when we listen to it. So once again, the artist Carl Pike, the song "Fuck California." Sorry, mom. Bleeds as fine as I 
What's the matter, girl? Afraid this boy might make you cry. Fuck California, baby. Fuck you too, I guess. Had me, but you left me. You won't be the last. Hope everyone had a nice good cry during that one because I, I sure did. Shout out North Carolina. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Seriously. Carl Pike, the song again, Fuck California. I have no idea who this guy is, but I, Carl Just Pike. No, he's from North Carolina. I know he's from North Carolina. Shout out to North Carolina. I don't know where he is now. I don't know what he's doing now, but I think, and I don't mean this hostily, I mean this as a compliment that he is doing the world a disservice by not releasing more music. Like, yeah. like this song compositionally just fucking speaks to me. It's I don't even know how old he is, but he like sounds that sounds like a young voice. Yeah, and it's like if if we take it at 2009 when this came out, like 2009 was kind of like the end of like the alt country movement or like what people thought the alt country movement was between, you know, Ryan Adams and Uncle yeah. Tupelo and Colin Herring and Corey Brannon and a lot of solo artists who sound similar to him that a lot of people haven't heard of, but who are still writing poignant music. But there's just something that when you're someone like me, who's one of my primary jobs is to put songs in the words. And when I don't even have words for it, like even these lyrics, like bet you never had a boy bleed as fine as I like, what's the matter girl afraid this boy will make you cry. And the end of the refrain, you had me, but you left me and you won't be the last. It's like, it's touching. It's touching. And to put that over the arrangement, such a traditionally kind of all country Americana arrangement of mandolin, fiddle, a little soft, quiet, Ben Montench-esque organ and acoustic guitar is like fucking great. I vibe with this song so hard. Yep. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I'm like always here, guys. It's like you knew who I was and what kind of music I listened to. <laughs> First of all, I... I yeah, fuck California. Um, that's just a personal <laughs> sentiment. Um, and second of all, the the mandolin and the violin working together, just some really great counterpoint going on um, that I loved. And the lyrics were just real. They yeah. were just real. Like you just said, you, you know, you'll never, what was it? You'll never have a boy. Bet you never had a boy bleed as fine as I. What's the matter, girl? Afraid this boy will make you cry. It's so true. Like afraid of commitment, you yeah. know? And I feel like a lot of us, you know, that are our age 
are afraid of that. And so it just kind of speaks to that. And I want all country to sound like this. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you can hear it in his voice too, like that honesty and that authenticity. And that's something that's so hard to find in songwriters and any generation, not just today, but honesty and authenticity. And he has it in spades. And like I said, like he's, doing a disservice to everyone and especially to me by not continuing to write music. I don't feel like he was trying to be clever. No, I, really I don't like. think so either. I think he <laughs> yeah. was just really pissed off. But also the element that Stella Donnelly does so well where it's being sweet and sounding sweet but also be sharp and have a, a piercing element in there is something that he does super well. And rarely do you hear someone straight up curse explicitly in songs like this so just hearing the word fuck always like stands out but then he also has the like line after fuck california fuck you too i guess every time he says that i just like smile a little bit and i'm like like that's an afterthought it's like fuck california and fuck you too i guess like we want to move here yeah yeah there it is it's another thing with us finding people that don't have a lot of plays i guess <laughs> it's like at some point we always have we this thread of yet. like cries for help but not really it's just like i'm getting my artistic like rocks yo 997 we're here for you yeah everyone we're here we're here for you we're listening we're listening big hugs carl Carl, make some If you more need music. a hug, I'll, I'll come, come to I'm, New York. But also, please make music. Yeah, make more please. music. Please. Tell me how much money it, it takes to make your music, and I'm going to make that fucking happen. All right. <laughs> now that everyone's had a good cry, I'm yeah. ready to switch it up. We're going to switch up the vibe. We said fuck California, but it's we're going to go to LA and stay there with Harriet Brown, young man, signed to Innovative Leisure. Shout out to Innovative Leisure doing... Very cool shit. Jamie Strong. Shout out Jamie Strong at Innovative Yo, Leisure. Yo, we got the same last name. We might be related. Shout out. Shout out Bad Good. Also an Innovative Leisure. We got a love song by Harriet Brown. It's called Obsession. It's definitely a Matt pick. Let's hear it.
There you go. Obsession by Harriet Brown. This boy has the most wild bowl haircut I've ever seen. But he's got an incredible voice. That song came out in April on his uh, album from Innovative Leisure called Contact. I've never heard a song like that really that like that song has been stuck like glued in my head for months now and i've kind of just been listening to it and haven't played it on the show but it was the right time i just felt it i was like it's contagious it's intriguing and it also like vocally is pretty personal and and like a really sweet sentiment yeah that chorus is anthemic as fuck like yeah. i can tell like why that has been stuck in your head for a long time because it's gonna yeah. be stuck in mine that's my big takeaway from it i, I really like the chorus that poppy of a chorus kind of comes out of nowhere for me it's like especially because we start off with like a, a fucking tone poem at the top and like and it's a, a very long introduction it's, to it it's very long it's intro. kind of this like pop song that's like all the parts are laid out and then kind of stitched together and don't quite fit into a real pop structure but he's like fuck it this is me the way I was thinking about it was like it, the writing is poppy, the production is not. Yeah, and so I think it's like a a way to say like, okay, I have this like kind of thing that if I Jack Antonoff from Max Martin, I can make it sound like Taylor should jump on it, but the way he treated it and arranged it, he made it into something much more unique than that. This is like another like uh, testament to everything that we play on that nine seven and just rebirth the soul and like reinvention the soul and the lack of an identity because he does have a wild bowl cut but you would never expect him to like that's that sing confidence like, sing like this it's just like wow this guy is a spectacle in itself because the song is so incredible and i think he he knows this like his image is a part of the act yeah for sure but it's another sick soul song added chalk it up on the boards 997 i feel like the song was hidden for like real listeners because I'm not going to lie, the beginning to me was like a little bit too much and I might not have kept listening to it it's a had I not been on this podcast. So <laughs> yeah. shout out to you. you got trust for, yeah, shout out to your patience, Matt. For, I'm really yeah. proud of you. Yeah, I definitely would have skipped. I don't have a lot of patience, but... Once it kicked in, though, it, it was worth it. It was fire. I mean, I, and also, I kind of think about it as this whole build and I, I was listening to it earlier today, kind of trying to picture him um, perform it and I kind of and I think a performance of it would be wild but he might do it all live like he could do it because he's building the whole song at the beginning and then he already has all that instrumentation there and then he's just kind of playing over it and probably looping his voice and everything so because there's such a build I could almost see him laying it out completely right in front of you which is kind of a cool element to it speak your truth <laughs> speak it into existence we're uh consistent with the pop vibe indeed <laughs> all right so this next song is by a band called the shadow boxers which have been around since 2008 they're from my hometown of atlanta georgia Shout out, Shout out Atlanta. They're, they reside in Nashville now, so like a Nashville band now. But just like a quick story. I know them because I went to music school with like their band, like the dudes that aren't the face of the band. <laughs> and they came in and they're like, oh, sorry, we've missed class. We've been on tour with the Indigo Girls. And I was like, okay, like I guess I'll listen and like see what's going on. And that's all I'm going to say about this song. It's called Hot Damn with an exclamation mark.
it's only love, then why do I need it? If it's only love, then why do I bleed it? If it's only love, then why can't I save it? Twist it, make it dirty, make it time to misbehave it. If it's only love, then why ain't I sleeping? If it's only love, then why can't I leave it? If it's only love, then tell me what's above it. If it's only love, then I don't know what love is. Ooh, I can't help it when you're making that sound. Help it, I keep making that sound. I can't help it when you're moving on me. Help it, I keep moving on me. I can't help it when you're making that sound. Help it, I keep making that sound. I can't help it when you're moving on me. Help it, help it. If it's only love, then why does it matter? If it's only love, then fine, I won't have a. If it's only Switch and be gone, but I just can't. I can't help it when you're making that sound. Help it, I keep making that sound. I can't help it when you're moving on me. Help it, I keep moving on me. I can't help it when you're making that sound. Help it, I keep making that sound. I can't help it when you're moving on me. Help it, help it. Hey, 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 what the hell is wrong with you? Say, the shadow boxers hot damn that is a good ass song <laughs> good i'm that glad you a- liked it so these guys are kind of like hometown heroes i'll tell you why i'll give you guys like a guess and the first two don't count <laughs> as to who produced this <laughs> i mean i already know it's the answer very, to this, so i think it's very obvious and once you hear it you'll be like oh i mean again it. i'm gonna abstain from this because emily already told me uh, bruno mars <laughs> you're like Bruno you're, you're Mars. Close. You're in the same um, vein. Yeah, uh, Mark Ronson. I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and tell you. So they were found by one of my faves, Justin Timberlake. Hey, Yo, of course. I swear, the whole time I'm like I'm listening <laughs> to this course. with my Justin Timberlake ears. <laughs> right, I, I, I wrote Justin. Swear God. I wrote Justin, Ooh. Bruno, and Michael. That was the first thing I'm thinking in my head. Like this is like I have to listen to this with did my JT Justin Timberlake ears. Yeah. So he Ooh. he found them. They did a cover. He found them and they did a cover them. of Pusher Love. I got uh, famous on YouTube. Shout out to fans exactly. and covers of Pusher Love. 
and having them on YouTube. Perfect I really pop songs. like this song because it is a great pop commercial. Like, yeah, you can tell that someone like Justin Timberlake produced this and helped them, you know, work on it and hone their sound. Um, these guys are f- amazing live. You get a chance to go see them because all those harmonies that you hear, they do live. Um, and they have live horns. Like that's not their live drummer, everything. Yeah. Is Justin singing the I Can't Help It's in the chorus? Ooh. You know like, what? It really been, sounds like it's really close. The past couple times I've listened to this, I've wondered the same thing. And I'm, that's a good question. Have to, it, I'll have to ask my dude yeah, <laughs> who please. plays drums. I would, I, would love to, <laughs> I would love to have the inside scoop on this and just the, on the production in general because it's a really intricately created song. My favorite part about it outside of the very strong vocal performance, the very strong instrumental performance is like, and I mean this as a total compliment, you know how sometimes in kids TV shows, they'll have like the slight wink of adult humor, like in like SpongeBob and like Curtis Carry Long and stuff like that. There's so many little Prince winks in this. Like so there's like so many little moments like where they're referencing. I think they're referencing like kiss mostly, but like these little guitar breaks and it's like little chord changes and sounds. And I love it. Like those little winks. It's like, oh, it's super funky. And I, I could, it's like I could see them like looking around the studio, like laughing at each other, being like, yo, this is fucking hilarious and it sounds dope. Like we have to keep this in. And I, I love that. It's, it was, I'm sure it was a natural thing and it just came off really well. And it's, I love that little kind of wink to, oh yeah, we're sneaking something in there for the big boys too. The baseline is what immediately kind of grabbed me. But then that like bouncy Latin horn, mm. that like added a more interesting element to me to like swing to than just like a normal straightforward pop song, which Agreed. I appreciated. Agreed. Yeah, the horns definitely level it up. I had to listen to it like, yeah, it was pop. Like I said before, I was listening to it very Justin Timberlake. Like it gave me that 2020 experience. Yes. Vibe, very heavy. Good yep. vibe. So yeah. when you... When you have to tap into that mindset of listening to music, like, all right, we're here, I'm listening to JT. Yeah. It's like a it's like a pop switch, really. Right. But it has to be perfect to yeah, actually does that, hold you. Yeah. Does that change the integrity of the music for y'all? Uh, like, oh, I got to turn on my, my pop ears. Like, is it less of a song or more uh, of a song or whatever? I, mean, like, I, I, I think I'm it's made more- intentionally. So I think it's like not less of a song. People are, that make pop know that it's a pop song. Because I'm not, I don't normally listen to it. I'm more judgmental. So it has to be like even more perfect for it to maintain my attention. Totally. This did that. I was there the whole time. I very strongly believe that there are two types of songs. There's good songs and there's bad songs. I don't give a shit what genre it is. I think that every song should be judged against every other song across genres if it makes you feel something and you think it was done with craft and passion then it's a good song if it doesn't make you feel something and you think it was lacklusterly thrown together or biting or not trend setting but trend chasing then it's a bad song this was a really good song it doesn't matter that it's a pop song it doesn't matter that this might be a hit or that they want to have popular careers and be in the public eye. It doesn't matter at all. Context aside, this was a good song. And that's all that that matters. Stakes are high, Rashad. Oh, man. You know what I got next. I love London out here, UK, making some... uh, It's kind of... It's pop. It's like Brit pop. He wrote the song about his brother and like it's a positive song. Uh, Less grime. He's a black kid. So he's like trying to be on his anti-grime thing. Kinda not anti grime. Like he likes grime. Like I was reading the interview. I don't want to make. I don't want to like <laughs> put him out there. He likes grime and all this, but he's just like, yo, like there's other forms of music in the UK. Like he's like reminiscing on back in the day. So anyway, more or less, here's here's my boy Bakar with Big Dreams. 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 Big dre
dreams, big dreams Rolls on his own but he's got big dreams I've seen all the shit he's seen Never had a dad, he's only 15 Mid-teens, big dreams Could've played for all the big teams Could've been a star in all the big leagues Young brother, will you please believe somehow end up in London every week. And he did just drop a new song that I almost picked for the show and then I just kind of went back. This one is the only video he has. As you guys may have known if you listen to the podcast, I'm the visual guy and it kind of like every time I find a video, it pulls me in. <laughs> it all it like seduces me. It makes the song that much better. But it's all about he says he wrote the song about his like little brother and like living up like growing up in London where he is and like He's like, this is really about me because it's like my little brother's like the same as me. It's cool though. It's like a, a good vibe. It's one of those good vibe songs that I was just like, and he's a really good artist and every one of his other songs are not this tempo or like he has different feels that he goes for. And again, a, a lot with grime like on the rise, it's still like refreshing to hear like. Yeah, I think you spoke to it really well when you were talking about the vibe. I mean, the attitude of the entire thing is what speaks to me the most about this song it's you know you could tell that the idea of big dreams and in the tempo and the angst and in the idea of this lineage of british punk and how it interacts the grime and all these things kind of going on in the united kingdom like it just comes across as really cool he's a really cool dude like if you just look at the video he just like <laughs> has a confidence he's just like i'm like kind of a rock yeah. star already and yeah he's like not a rock star at all so it's like he is it's like one of those things where you just feel like this guy has 
an aura it's of that the authenticity. Star. Yeah, like he's not trying too hard. He just is making his music as real as it can come. The song made me want to jump around. Like I like couldn't stop moving the entire time. I just I just want to like get up and like jump and bounce. Like it just had such a such a good positive vibe to it, but it had that angst and the punkiness to it that just made it good. Maybe we make up these connectors between our songs and just like make up what we want to work but this song does a similar thing to other songs that we've been listening tonight where it the vibe of the song the energy contrasts a little bit with the substance of what they're talking about which in all the cases that have happened where it's you know fuck california or mechanical bull or whatever it adds to the song and makes it even more special because this song like, makes you want to jump around makes it's kind of playful on the vocals and, and the energy of the whole song the tempo but he's saying some real shit and like you know trying to, to lay out the life that's been put in front of him and his brothers so it, it changes the way you listen to it and then when you take a step back and actually like listen to it 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 adds multiple elements and dimensions to the to the track. One more, one more blurb. I don't know why, but I feel like if Pharrell heard this song, he would be really happy. It's that happy tempo. Yeah, bum, 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 bum. it really reminded me of happy. Like he, <laughs> this is, it's like a hit waiting to happen. It's like I am other. Come sign, my boy. No, oh. Pharrell kind of busy right now, but yeah. All right, who's next, Dave? You are bringing them home. Bringing them home. Short intro. This band Fire. I think it's Fia, F-I-E-H. I'm just going to say it's Fia. From Norway, this song, Glue, G-L-U, came out 13 days ago. Let's check it out. Old ways, they might fade, but they're sticky like glue. Young girls' ways, now you don't know, you don't you. All these old men cannot tell me what to do. Oh, 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 oh. All night, cause the doubt is sticky too Yes, I got a thousand references, sir, just like you All these old men cannot tell me what to do Oh, 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 oh. Tell me what to do. 
Yeah, that song is fire. Oh, there you go, Dave. You like that one? I the, the worst part about that is that you actually thought about that. <laughs> it's like in his notes day. right now. Yeah, it's cool because it's it's both very lyrically powerful and it's a timely lyrical notion that's also timeless. It really is a timeless sentiment about female empowerment, about creepy old men backing the fuck off, which they should. But it's over this like funky as fuck groove with like these incredible drums and these great drum sounds and the little like Roy Hargrove esque muted horns and the production is really like so simple. It's like very neo soul in style and it gives the lead vocal a lot of room and she delivers with it. I mean her phrasing her diction her tone the way she kind of wraps each word around your ear is infectious to me. It's tight to every instrument is recorded with very crisp sounds and there's layers going in and out there and the organization of it all, the arrangement of it all is very well done. I like the uh, the nasty face that you were making the whole time. Oh, it's nasty. It's just nasty. The, the song it's is just nasty. so good. You know, like I, that's exactly how the song feels is is the nasty face. And I love the empowerment, like back the fuck off old guys. Like I feel that so hard right now. So <laughs> I like this track. It's another one for you. You know, <laughs> you always come with your, you have like this trained ear. It's like you always go, you go for the hits. Dave's a hit maker. I don't even want to shout it out, but you're going to be making hits. You're going to be picking out these hit makers for a while. All right, I might be cutting that part out. But. It's cool because it is still off this band is definitely doing their own thing and doing it uniquely and I mean we talk about this coming from smaller markets where you can grab elements and influences from a bunch of different places and create something fresh and new that also feels nostalgic and calls back to other times fire Fire. Fire. Oh, I really, I really I hope, hope that's it. how you pronounce and it. And yeah. if it's not, I'm so sorry. I really like the song. We're just, we're just ignorant Americans. We are. Sorry. Teach us. Fire. I, Teach I, us I'm going with fire. Is. I mean, the song was fire. It was fire. That it is. Oh, we did it again. Hot fire. 
yeah. 2.6 around the world. Yeah. Not a podcast, not a radio show. We did Success. it again. Only New York. Started it off with Stella Donnelly, Mechanical Bull. Then we had the Smoky Brights out in Seattle with Come to Terms. We had Will Fraker playing tracks out in London. Had Carl Pike, North Carolina with Fuck California. Then we went to California with the young man Harriet Brown. He played Obsessions. Went with the Shadow Boxers. Shout out ATL with Hot Damn. Had Bakar play Big Dreams and then ended it in Norway with, hopefully, Fire. Hot Fire. Playing Glue. And Emily, thank you so much for your time. Thank you thank so much you. for your taste. Blessings. Thank you so much for your picks. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Y'all, it was fun. Go watch that show. What is it again? Potters. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all go check out Pottersville on Netflix. 997. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs>